rules on inheriting a 401k or an IRA have drastically changed, folks. On today's show, we're going to outline some of the ways to avoid costly mistakes regarding your potential inheritance. Coming right up. Hi, this is Coach Pete, and if you've got questions on how to properly structure your assets and build retirement income, you're in the right place. Welcome to the Financial Safari. Hey, welcome. The show is Financial Safari, and Marty Neville is, well, he's the man heading up Smart Money Solutions, the man with retirement, the retirement specialist. Marty Neville is also author of the Amazon bestseller, Retirement Smart America, and he can talk to you about something that everybody would want. Nobody would turn it down. Tax-free income guaranteed for the life of your retirement. That's going to be part of the conversation you you will have when you schedule with Marty Neville. Marty, hello to you. Happy weekend again, Dave. Happy weekend. The summer is winding down. They, oh, man. No kidding. Yes. It's yeah. unbelievable. Uh, it's going to be Halloween soon. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that something? <laughs> wow. It's amazing. Yeah. It's already October, right? Well, it's already, it's fall. Yeah. 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 We're, we're in the yeah. fall of the year. Cold weather is just around the corner. You know, you you mentioned something, and now it seems like, gosh, I remember when we did shows previewing the SECURE Act of 2019, which did officially become law early 2020. And so now it's kind of in the history books. We're just reviewing how it made some changes in the retirement universe in one area, too. On As you mentioned, inheriting a 401k or an IRA, they've certainly changed now. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not called the stretch IRA anymore. Right. It used to be the stretch IRA where you could, you could, uh, obviously the spouse would stretch it for her lifetime, but it inherited to the children or whoever your beneficiaries are, they could stretch it for the rest of their lives. Well, that's changed dramatically. It's now a 10 year, 10 year payout. So uh, you have to pay out that, that inherited IRA or 401k within a 10 year period from the date of the owner's death. So that's, that's, you know, it's got a whole different flavor to it because the government decided they didn't want to wait till your lifetime to collect all the tax money. <laughs> right. So they shortened it to 10 years. So there you have it. They started looking at how long people are living. Um, and, and then just to break it down a little further, because that, that 10 year requirement is for non-spousal. What if it's non-spouse and it's a minor child? How does it change then? Well, the child would have to hit the age of majority, which in most states is 18. So once the child hits 18, if the child is the beneficiary, uh, the child would have to start to do the 10-year depletion at that point uh, and take X amount of dollars out a year for 10 years or take it so much every so often. But by the end of the 10th year that they turn of majority age, which is, like I said, in most states is 18, Mm -hmm. By the end of that 10-year period, they would have take uh, distribute that money and pay all the taxes on it uh, within that 10-year period. So, so the clock starts then. The, exactly. The clock age. would start at age 18 if they're a minor. Okay. Okay. Looking at then, here's where you come in. Uh, because looking at uh, non-spousal beneficiaries, then they've got the 10-year clock. What's the best way to, to handle that? Well, the best way to handle it would be to, depending on what the need is, it also, you know, there's a lot of different variables that go into this whole thing. So it depends on what the need is. If you're, if you're still working and your, and your parent passes away and you inherit their, their 401k or IRA, and you don't necessarily need the money right away, 
don't take the distribution because all it's going to do is increase your tax liability. Eventually, you're going to have to take it within that 10-year period. There's a 10-year depletion period. But if you don't need it right away and you're getting close to retirement, let's say, I would suggest maybe even waiting until you retire when your tax liability might be lower. Mm -hmm. And it would make more sense to take those distributions later than in, in the fr up front. So it, it depends on what the need is and, and what your specific personal situation might be. Uh, you know, if there's if, if you have if somebody's uh, beneficiary is chronically ill or disabled and there's there's, you know, a 10 if the, if the uh, person is 10 years uh, younger or older or younger or, or more than the deceased person. If the individual is uh, either chronically ill or disabled and not more than 10 years younger than the deceased person, the distributions can be based on their own life expectancy rather than uh, the 10-year rule. So so there's, there's a whole different uh, set of rules that apply to each every different situation that might come across. Mm -hmm. So you've really got to know these and understand these these rules and these regulations to make sure you're doing things in the proper way because we all want to avoid what the government does if you don't follow the rules and that's get penalized. Right, exactly. So, uh, yeah, we want to avoid the penalty and make sure that you're complying with with these regulations that came into effect just a, you know, a year and a half, two years ago. And if you're thinking to yourself while listening how in the world can I keep up with all these rules? <laughs> you can just have Marty as a partner because he can help you with this. And then you have, even keep a calendar. Make sure you don't miss those RMDs. And so you don't face that 50% penalty there. 888-519-9096. 888-519-9096. We're looking at rules and it changes in the rules regarding inheriting a 401k or an IRA. So we've covered non-spousal uh, beneficiaries. So what about for spouses? Now, it's still a stretch IRA for them, right? Right. Uh, this, uh, for a spouse, a, a surviving spouse, they, they basically would take the IRA 401k and put it in their personal name. That's the only time that it can ever change is upon the death of the spouse. And they would follow the same rules that apply for the person whose name was originally on that 401 or IRA. When they turn 72, they have to start taking RMD, uh, required minimum distributions for the rest of their life. And whoever their beneficiaries are would then now classify it if upon, her, upon the death of the surviving spouse. That would then go to the beneficiaries as an inherited IRA. But uh, for, for a spouse, the same rules would apply to the spouse as would the person who, who passed away. So they have to take, wait till they're 72 if they, if they so choose. If they still need the income at that point, they can take distributions uh, as long as they're over 59 and a half. And we, there's ways to waive that as well. But uh, if you're over 59 and a half, there's no, there's no additional tax penalty, which obviously we want to avoid that too. So if you're under 59 and a half, you know, we should have a, a conversation about that and your spouse passes away and you're going to take distributions. Uh, we can easily put that plan into into being so you don't we comply with and make sure that there's no additional taxes that you have to pay. I always try to keep things straight in my mind, too, regarding Roth in this, because with a Roth IRA, you don't have the 72 RMD requirement, but with a Roth inherited Roth non-spousal inherited Roth IRA, you would still have to liquidate within 10 years, but there's no taxes, too. Correct. Correct. Okay. There's no tax consequence, but there would be a penalty if it's not done. So, right. so even, if, even though it's a Roth, <laughs> the taxes have already been paid on the Roth. 
but you still have to distribute it within that 10-year time frame, that depletion period, which the government requires to avoid that uh, the 50% penalty. Even though there's no tax consequence, they still are mandating. Now, Secure Act 2.0 is is uh, something that's being bandied about right now. So there's there's going to be more changes afoot uh, if that passes. Yeah. So. Yeah, so that's something that we're keeping an eye on closely to make sure that if uh, Secure Act 2.0 and what what the different rules are going to be again, uh, if that does pass, because it's going to you know it's going to morph into something <laughs> something right. Else as, it's as been it a little quiet proposed. lately, hasn't it? Uh, yeah, it's, it has front. been kind of quiet on that. Yeah, so they're they're. They're, you know, they're, the focus is on other issues right now and not uh, not Secure Act 2.0. But but that's something that we're, we're keeping a close eye on. And, yeah. if and when it does pass, you know, we'll obviously keep everybody informed and and the, the different things that we're going to we have to be required to follow to make sure that we stay compliant. That's the key is to stay compliant, avoid the penalty, minimize your taxes and make sure that the income is going to be there. Yeah, we'll just we will continue. Marty will continue to watch this. And he'll continue to inform us on what's happening in that because once again with that and when we reviewed it it didn't look too bad, uh, but no, it, yeah, no, yeah, it right, really remember? looked really good. Yeah, it actually yeah. wasn't bad. There are a lot uh, of things that are to the benefit of us yeah. for a change, rather than our dis- than to the disadvantage right. of the people. So yeah, the 2.0 had some had some nice changes in it that were going to be beneficial to uh to to all of us as far as uh, the the changes in that legislation were concerned an amendment to the original secure act and i i just like to mention that it that's why it's important to stay with with us on this show because marty's following this and and will and it's not that the media are not covering it but n- not that much i mean well, I, I remember not hearing a lot about the secure act in yeah the but it's something media. it's something that affects us all i mean think about sure it. It does. You know, we're all going to retire yeah we're all getting older you know especially my clients are my age i mean i'm, I'm mm-hmm. a baby boomer and and i'm 65 so you know most of my clients are you know within 10 years of me you know, at 55 to 75. And so, so I'm dealing with people my age that have the same concerns as I do. Absolutely. Uh, and putting these plans together to make sure that they're they're to your benefit as well. Uh, so yes, uh, the secure act is that's something that we, we follow and we watch everything, all legislation that affects my clients and, and their retirement, especially their retirement going forward, because of the, this does affect us all. On a, on a long-term basis. So yeah, it's something sure that does. we really have to have to uh, keep an eye on and make sure that it's going to be to your your best interest uh, to make sure that we follow the rules, number one, but at the same time, follow the rules so we can minimize your, your liability and your taxes. That's what it's all about. And, and, and also, of course, Marty can have that conversation with you about the protection, as he just mentioned, and building in that income in your retirement guarantee, tax-free, even he can talk to you about. Here's an opportunity to schedule a consultation with Marty. Exactly. So give me a call. My number is 888-519-9096. We'll set up a time to meet. We'll talk about your specific situation. We'll put together a custom-tailored plan that's specific to your needs, wants, goals, and desires. Uh, at one of my local offices, I'm about two weeks out right now, so when you call, you'll hear my friendly voice on the recording. Just leave me a message, and I will call you back sometime this morning. Again, my number is 888-519-9096, and everybody I meet with at the office gets a copy of my book, Retirement Smart America. 
It's comprehensive uh, planning and in this review that you can schedule with Marty at no cost, no obligation, 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. Quick break, much more to come. Marty, what are we getting into next? Well, you've been planning your retirement, and it's getting close, and then... But uh, life happens. <laughs> An unplanned retirement because of either health or layoff or furlough or something else happened, and it throws a big wrench into the works. So uh, it, could, it could affect your plan. So how to deal with an unplanned retirement when we come right back. with Financial Safari and Marty Neville of Smart Money Solutions. Marty Neville, the author of the Amazon bestseller, Retirement Smart America. Would you get a copy of that when you schedule a consultation with Marty to talk about your retirement? And as Marty just mentioned, of course, it, it can come early. You've got the planning based on your, your target date or age, but then um, life happens and it could be health. And we saw a lot of layoffs. We saw a lot of uh, people being ushered into early retirement during the pandemic. So what do you do? Well, here's here's what you should do. I mean, it's really great to have a retirement specialist helping you in the planning process before you retire in the financial red zone, helping to reassess, reevaluate, reinvigorate your portfolio. All very important. So we're going to take a look at then really it looks like Marty when you're forced into retirement earlier than planned. You've got to look at the impact on that. Well, yes. I mean, and I've had a lot of people that have called me that have been laid off. Their company eliminated their department or their company eliminated their position and they, they've been laid off or furloughed and there's, you know, they, they're not going back. I have a lot of clients that didn't want to go back to the office uh, when, the, when people started returning to the office. And that's still happening slowly but surely. People are actually, you know, not fully back at the office. It's amazing how many people are still working from home, mm-hmm. but that's, that's the way it is right now. But in any event, uh, yes, there would be. If you're, if you're going to retire earlier than you anticipate, uh, yeah, there's definitely going to be a financial impact. And, and a, you have to assess that financial impact because now you're going to be drawing on, uh, depending on the age, if you're not getting your Social Security at that point, uh, if you have a pension that kicks in later in, in life or, or at, a, at a higher age, uh, you have to really look at how much you're going to be drawing off of your savings and what the financial impact is going to be uh, going forward if you decide not to find another job somewhere else. So, yes, it's we have to reevaluate and redo the plan to account for your earlier re- earlier than anticipated retirement. So, yes, we'll, we can redo the plan. It's that, that's the good news about the plan is it's uh, very flexible. So it's not rigid. It's mm-hmm. not set in stone, and we can easily uh, amend it and update it to changes that might happen. And changes happen all the time. Change yeah, is do. good, in my opinion. Sure. But you really have to plan for that. And then once we have the plan in place, we can reevaluate the plan and reassess the plan uh, and make it more up to date with what, what might have happened in your life. Yeah, it's flexible. It's living, breathing, and it's able to uh, adapt to change not only before you retire, but even in, of course, in retirement. Let's look at this, though. And you've mentioned on the show you you've already uh, hit the age of uh, Medicare eligibility. So congratulations. Yeah. But a lot of people, <laughs> if they're ushered into that, oh, man, before that, they've got to they've got to fill that gap. Exactly. And I talk to people about that when they do retire early. 
you know, what about health insurance? They, they, that's something that they don't think about or they forget about or they haven't considered that. Uh, health insurance at our age, you know, 55 to 65 until you reach that Medicare age is going to be very expensive stuff. It could be $1,000 per person per month. So it's it's pretty expensive stuff. And, and you want to make sure you have that accounted for as far as your budgeting is concerned. You know, is your company going to offer if you do retire early or if you do, if you are laid off, are they going to give you some kind of a severance package? And is health insurance going to be part of that plan? Uh, if not, what are you going to do about health insurance until such time as you reach age 65? So that's something that you really have to take into consideration, whether you get COBRA through the employer for that 18-month period or if you get the Affordable Care Act uh, you know, for, through the federal exchange or if you just buy separately your own health insurance, which is, is available, but you really have to uh, take that into consideration and that expense, how that's going to impact your overall financial plan because health insurance at our age, when you get in your late fifties or sixties, uh, is gets gets to be very very expensive. Extremely. So something you really have to consider that if your spouse is still working, and you might be able to get her health you know health insurance from him or her uh, through their job. So that's something to also take into consideration. And uh, but but it's something that we have to have a conversation about to make sure you're covered. You got to be covered. Well, absolutely, man. I mean that could be devastating. Uh, you're right. It's expensive really at any age now, but get covered and then uh, fill that gap, bridge the gap to take you to me- Medicare eligibility age. All right. So there are going to be some lifestyle changes in looking at retirement savings if you're retiring for whatever reason a little earlier. Uh, but you don't want your clients to have to downgrade their lifestyle. Well, of course not. And, and you know, I do everything in my power when I put these plans together to make sure that the lifestyle that you're going to live in retirement is going to be the lifestyle that you want to live. And it's going to be a good quality of life. Uh, and and there, there's no major changes. But if let's say you're retiring or you're a forced retirement five years prior than your anticipated original retirement time, uh, now we've got a. You're going to be using your retirement savings five more years additionally that you didn't anticipate. So we've got to again. We've got to reevaluate the plan. We've got to redo the plan to make sure that it accounts for that and see where it's going to where you're going to stand. So it's a very easy process to do. It's just a matter of spending a little time together and uh, in, inputting it all in, back into my system, and then uh, having it spit out a new report that's going to see where we stand going forward. But yes, uh, if you're going to be using those retirement funds earlier than anticipated, you want to make sure that you're, you know, you cut back on your expenses, you have certain things are paid off. Uh, You're, you know, especially credit card debt, car payments, if if you're leasing a car, a lease payment. So you want to make sure that your expenses are, are at a minimum especially if you're within that red zone, retiring within five to seven years, uh, it's really important to make sure that that we uh, look at how your lifestyle is going to be impacted if you're retiring early. And, and that is something Marty can help you with. And of course, anytime is a good time to get that plan. If you don't yet have a retirement plan, Marty being a retirement specialist is a great one to get with you, not only to craft it, but to be there with you. 888 888- 519-9096. Again, the number to reach Marty is 888-519-9096. So, and you mentioned that it's it's a it's a flexible plan. It's a living, breathing plan. So if someone comes to you and they've already got the plan and they're like, Marty, 
I didn't know this was going to happen, but I've got to retire now. Then you just let's let's roll up our sleeves. Let's let's take a look. Absolutely. You know, let's meet. Let's, uh, you know, don't panic. You know, let's be, be calm and rational about it. Let's let's uh, reevaluate if you don't have a plan. If, if you're a first uh, a first time client and you, we haven't worked with you yet and we haven't put together a plan, it's, it's easy to do. Just, you know, call that 888 number 888-519-9096. Give, give me a call. Uh, leave me a message. I'll get back to you and we'll set up a time to meet. We'll put together a plan for you. And we'll look at uh, this, the, your specific situation with all of your assets and your savings and see if um, how you're going to be impacted going forward if you have to retire a little earlier than you had originally anticipated. So, yeah, don't panic. You know, give me a call. If I've already put together a plan for you, it's just a matter of um, uh, inputting the information when you're going to retire sooner if you've already retired or if they, you've already been uh, given notice that they're eliminating your department or that you're not going to be with the company much longer. Uh, let's get together quickly and put together the plan uh, on an updated basis so we can see what's, what's going to be, how you're going to be impacted, what the long-term effect is, what the short-term effect is, and uh, make sure that you're going to remain with a smile on your face yeah. going forward. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in how historians will look back. And I mean, not not that far off, looking back at the effects of the pandemic on our society in many ways. I mean, you mentioned how a lot of people, you know, because of working from home, many have said, look, I want to continue doing this. But I'm also interested in looking at the numbers on did it accelerate boomer retirement? Because a lot of people were like, you know, I don't want to go back. You know, I know, yeah, I'm oh, sure absolutely. you're hearing that. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of that where people just don't want to go back to the office. They're concerned about going back to the office. Uh, I talked to a woman this past week uh, and she just said, I'm done. Uh, they want me to start coming back to the office and she's uncomfortable doing that. So she's going to retire and actually move to Arizona. So, wow. so uh, Man. yeah, she's she's done with the Midwest weather and she's done with the job. So, yeah, uh, so she's she's packing up and I need a dry out. heat, Marty. I need a dry right. heat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, and I understand that. You yeah, know, I, I, I definitely understand it, especially, you know, people my age, our age, uh, not wanting to go and take the risk. Uh, of of contracting uh, the potential of the of COVID mm-hmm. or the variants that are they're talking about, so I understand that and I, I appreciate that, and I'm working with a lot of people to make sure that we can put these plans in place to make sure that uh, yes, if you do retire a little earlier, your life is going to go on and life is going to be good in spite of it. Let's get it scheduled, man. I mean, because I, I would imagine that if you are forced into retirement a little earlier, there's a, it's a mixed emotion event. I mean, yes, there's going to be a lot of fear, understandably, but ex- a little bit of excitement, too. Like, well, I wasn't planning on it this early, but hey, I'm retired. Let's make sure you're set up for it with a flexible plan. Here's the opportunity to schedule with Marty at no cost, no obligation. Absolutely. And, the, and one of the other things is, is people are, re, they're retiring earlier and there's not, they can't travel, you know, because there's no place to oh, go right, right now. Yeah. You know, so they were there. Most people that were going to retire, uh, eventually we're going to do some traveling for a few years. And, and now it's really difficult uh, because a lot of the countries are still limiting, uh, you know, travel. So it's just, it's kind of a, 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 a dull, 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 a dull double-edged sword, mm-hmm. unfortunately. <laughs> but yeah. in any event, for the next 15 minutes, we're going to open up the phone lines. Give me a call. My number is 
519-509-9096. Call me, leave a message. I, you'll hear my friendly voice on the recording. Leave me a message. I will uh, give you a call back and we'll set up a time to meet at one of my offices and we'll put together these plans for you. We'll, and if you have a plan already and you're concerned, give me a call. We'll adjust the plan and, and make it up to more up to date with what's happened in your life since we originally made the plan. So again, my number is 888-519-9096. Give me a call. Again, everybody I meet with, I get a, a gets a copy of my, uh, my book, uh, Retirement Smart America. So give me a call so we can set up a time. And I'm about two weeks out right now. Uh, be happy to set up a time. We do have cancellations from time to time. So we'll plug you in wherever we can and we'll get these, get the with the ball rolling just for you but, and your financial roadmap we'll get that drawn for you marty can for you it's it's one that's customized really of course starting where you are now and showing how it gets you where you need to be 888-519-9096 888-519-9096 for the next 15 minutes get on marty's schedule at no cost no obligation 888-519-9096 well, we'll check on uh, weather, traffic, news on WLS, and we're back at it after that. Marty, what's up? Well, you know, we often talk about uh, couples retiring. In this segment, we're going to talk about the 4 in 10 Americans who are unmarried and about the almost 20 million that of us that are retiring single. That and more right after the break. Back with Financial Safari, Consumer Advocate Dave Perkins here with Marty Neville. He is the author of the Amazon bestseller, Retirement Smart America. Marty is a retirement specialist heading up smart money solutions and helping so many with really a retirement partnership and relationship in their retirement in Chicagoland and beyond because he mentioned one of his clients moving to uh, Arizona recently. He does have clients move. They want to keep the relationship. He picks up a state where they go. And there you go. You still got Marty on your side with your retirement. Um, interesting numbers on how, how many people are retired single, you know, and it's 45.2% actually that we're looking at. And of course that could be some never married, some widowed or, or even in divorce. So yeah, it's, we could be, you're right. We, we always kind of think about it as couples. I would think Marty, that someone who retires single, they don't really have a fallback. That when you talk about that guaranteed income, guaranteed, and you can even talk to them about tax-free guaranteed income, that's really important to them. That's one of my newer newer programs that I've really been going strong on and putting to and putting in place for quite a few people is guaranteed lifetime tax-free income. Nice. <laughs> nothing, nothing I like better for my clients than tax-free income. Single or married, it doesn't matter. Right, we right. Can, we can put that plan together sure. for you. Uh, with a tax-free lifetime income stream, uh, it's it's really a great pl- program, and I've been doing it more and more lately for for a lot of clients. Again, single or married, it doesn't really matter because who doesn't want tax-free income in their portfolio uh, in their in their income stream? So, but but retiring single, yes, we are living longer. Uh, unfortunately, divorce or uh, being a widow or widower is is a consequence of us living longer mm-hmm. and somebody somebody passes away or we get divorced and next thing you know you're you're single and 
you're retiring as such. So it's uh, it's really uh, in, indicative of of our of the American way lately. Uh, you know, more and more people are getting divorced. I'm divorced. You know, so unfortunately, it wasn't what I was looking forward to at my age. But mm-hmm. uh, here I here I sit, you know, single. And uh, but I'm not planning on retiring anytime soon. So. But uh, yes, having, you know, research indicates, you know, that later in life divorcees, you know, they're pursuing more and more different interesting things, uh, you know, activities, uh, remaining independent, you know, for the remaining years of their lives. Let's face it, you know, I have more years behind me than ahead of me. And, you know, I want to I want to enjoy those years and, and be active and, and do things and, and and be with you know be with uh, people that I enjoy being with and have an active lifestyle and that's what a lot of my clients who are divorced have been doing more and more lately well yeah you talked about having a flexible plan which you do for your clients mm. and I know you've seen clients you've had them at one point you know the clients married next point the clients single and that may be another area not only on incoming but on outgoing because their lifestyle could I mean as you just said it could have drastically changed uh, it's uh, they may travel more or go out to eat more. Right. Well, some of the clients that I, you know, I have that are, you know, that have gotten recently divorced, you know, they lost a lot of their money in the divorce. You know, they had to split certain things, retirement accounts and whatnot. So they're still working, uh, you know, but it, it, they kind of reinvented what it means to retire alone. Uh, you know, staying active in their community, full meaning, you know, leading a full and meaningful life. You know, whether you're single by choice or circumstance, you know, like I said, though, I have a lot of clients that are widowed uh, or, or widows that, uh, you know, unfortunately, their spouse passed away. And uh, so here they are. They're, re- they're going to be uh, staying single and they're going to retire alone. And, and that has an impact on their financial situation. Uh, you know, especially if you were married for a long time, uh, that, you know, the Social Security issues come into play. Uh, pensions might come into play. So there's a lot of different issues that come into play when you're retiring and you're retiring single that uh, we have to take into consideration. And another thing, too, and I'm curious what you tell a client, let's say that uh, they've suddenly become a a widow, for instance. And um, is there do you give it a little buffer zone time wise before they before you roll up your sleeves then and adjust the planning process? Well, in a lot of cases, I'm friends with a lot of my clients, as you know, and and they contact me upon the death of a spouse. I usually attend funerals, unfortunately, for for my clients who pass away, and because I've had these relationships for years, and uh, we we we've become friends to a certain degree, and so they they call me immediately and say, you know, my spouse passed away, you know, let's set up a time to meet. You know, I, I always want to know when the funeral is because I want to attend the funeral and be there for my clients and and be there, you know, and memorialize that client who passed away. But, yes, they, they usually call me and let me know if there's a death of a spouse so I can. And a lot of times I do their income taxes, so it has an effect on their on their income taxes yeah. also. So uh, there's a lot of different reasons that, you know, they call me and let me know that the spouse passed away. And then, you know, we we take action where it's appropriate to make sure that the lifestyle for the surviving spouse continues unabated. I would think also that uh, the what's always important for everybody in the case now, because we aren't living longer, but it would really be important to the single uh, retiree to, to be adequately covered for long term care. 
Exactly. Long-term care and life insurance. I mean, in a lot of cases, you know, I don't have life and, you know, I have minimal life insurance on me, but I used to have a lot more when my kids were younger. And uh, if something happened to me, I wanted to make sure that they were able to go to college and, and their, their life would continue without any problem. But I have no need for any major life insurance. And the same thing for a lot of my clients. If you're in your 60s or 70s, you know, that's something to look at uh, and evaluate. Is it, is, it, is it a cash value policy? Is there a lot of cash value? You know, we can do a program where we can do a tax-free, uh, tax-free income s- situation with, a, with that kind of a plan that you might have. But there's, there's other different things. Yes, long-term care comes into play. You know, now you don't have that spouse that would help take care of you. If something were to happen to you, so uh, who's going to take care of you in the event that you get sick and you need help? So, yes, you can hire people, but having long-term care insurance or some kind of insurance plan in place, some kind of a a plan in place in general to make sure that you're taken care of as we all get older is important. Also, making sure that you have the necessary powers of attorney in place and in force to give people the authority to act and make healthcare decisions on your behalf if you're unable to. So that's all part of having a, a comprehensive estate plan in place as well which is another service that I offer. I do a lot of estate planning in my practice. So all these different issues that have to be dealt with are, are what we're going to deal with as far as, you know, if you're single, if you're widowed, if you're divorced, whatever the case might be, we're going to take into account all these different situations and make sure that you're, that life will continue unabated for you for the rest of your life. That's what you want. That's the goal, definitely. And I think to clarify one thing, the stat I gave, it's uh, not, if I did mention the 45.2% for retirees, it's actually for all U.S. adults. 45.2% unmarried, but obviously that would be a lot of retirees because I think you mentioned about 19.5 million are retiring singles. So we're looking yeah. at proper strategies yeah. here, which is something that Marty can go over with you. And again, his plan is flexible. It's living and breathing. So a lot of people do enter retirement as a couple, but uh, at some point, yes, uh, there's going to be a surviving spouse and he's going to look at that too and have that next plan to go to or or already have in sight what adjustments need to be made. 888-519-9096, 888-519-9096. And I always think about, you know, the rights that you know, spouses have uh, medically uh, w- w- with their partners and financially as well. So I guess you really, it's really important to designate those powers of attorney. Oh, God, yes. I mean, I, I'm a big proponent of having setting up a living trust. A living trust comes with both powers of attorney, the power of attorney for health care and the financial power of attorney. It comes with a living will. It comes with a pour over will. It comes with every, all the documents you should have. I recommend if you're, if you're married, uh, you know, and your spouse, you know, you're getting older, now's the time to set it up. Uh, because uh, once you get sick, it's difficult uh, to make sure that those documents are in force. Uh, but absolutely, even if you're single, I have, a, I have a lot of single clients that I put together these plans for, these estate plans, living trust, family limited partnership, whatever the case might be. It's really important to make sure you have those documents in place uh, because as we get older, you need somebody there to help make these decisions on your behalf. 
uh, the financial power of attorney. You give the authority to somebody to pay your bills. If you're in the hospital, let's say, who's going to pay your electric bill in the middle of December and your gas bill in the middle of December so things don't get shut off? Uh, so it's really important to make sure that you you have these documents in place. And these are the questions that I'm going to always ask because that's all part of the comprehensive initial consultation is to make sure that you have these plans in place because they are they're, they're crucial going forward to make sure that you have as we get older, that that's when it's really important to have these documents. If when you were in your 20s, 30s and 40s, it didn't really matter. The chances of you getting, uh, you know, going to a nursing home or or getting sick were, were they're not. It's not impossible, but it was lo- a lot less likely. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and and but now it's the time when you're in your fifties, sixties, seventies. Now's the time to make sure that you have these documents in place to protect yourself going forward. And that's my focus: is how do I protect you? And having a living trust or having these documents in force uh, will definitely protect you. And Marty mentioned the initial consultation, which is quite comprehensive, and he offers at no cost, no obligation, opening up his schedule on this show every week. Here's another opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. For, for the next 10 listeners who call in at 888-519-9096, well, I will sit down with you. I'll put personally, I, I don't send any of my associates. It's me that you'll meet with. And we'll sit down, we'll put together these plans, we'll have a nice conversation about what what concerns you, what your concerns are, and we'll address those concerns. We'll put together these plans, whether it's the Guaranteed Lifetime Income Plan, the Social Security Maximization Report, the Comprehensive RMD Report, whatever the case might be, we're going to put these reports together for you, these plans together for you at no cost, no obligation. So give me a call, 888 519-9096. Leave me a message and I will get back to you sometime this morning and we'll set up a time to meet at one of my convenient offices and everybody receives a copy of my book, Retirement Smart America, when we meet at the office. And this review can analyze what any uh, tax implications you can avoid. Marty runs the Social Security Maximization Report. He opened the segment talking about tax-free. Talk to him about this. Guaranteed income tax-free He will talk to you about that as well, 888-519-9096. Again, offering at no cost, no obligation. He's busy, but he does open up his schedule on this show every week. And the number again to make it happen, 888-519-9096. Marty, quick break, and of course, you know we're going to close it out as always. As always, we're going to answer some questions that we got during the week from listeners. So stay tuned. As soon as we come back, we're going to answer a whole bunch of them. Back to Financial Safari with Marty Neville, Smart Money Solutions, author of the book, Retirement Smart America. Marty Neville, a retirement specialist, he's all about providing that protection you need from the pitfalls of retirement, but most importantly, building in that guaranteed income into your retirement. You can set up a consultation with Marty. You get a copy of his uh, Amazon bestseller, Retirement Smart America. And and what you really get is a comprehensive review, and he's there to answer your questions. We do appreciate the questions that come from the listeners every week, so that's why this segment is always devoted to that. Uh, First question, Marty, it's from Cedar Lake, Indiana. I've never rebalanced my portfolio, and because of this, I'm slowly acquiring more stocks through the years, but I'm making more money. Why does one rebalance other than uh, they just can't stomach the risk? Is the only reason people re- is that the only reason people rebalance? To me, it doesn't seem as profitable as acquiring more stocks. 
Well, it, it depends on your risk tolerance, right. for number one. Number two, uh, yeah, acquiring more stocks, it require uh, that, that acquires more risk, potentially. So uh, as far as rebalancing, yeah, people, you know, they want to reevaluate. They want to look at, it depends on your age also. If you're, if you're much closer to retirement, if you're younger, uh, if you're older. So rebalancing kind of is a reevaluation of where you stand. And, and yes, in your situation, it, you didn't say how old you were, but uh, in your specific situation, yeah, you're, you, you, you know, it doesn't, uh, it might be more profitable for you to acquire more stocks, but it also at the same time, if the stock market's going up, that's, you know, everybody makes money when the stock market goes up, but the stock market doesn't always go up. And so you have to make sure that you're, you're, uh, you're age appropriate for depending on what your specific situation is. If you're going to retire next year and you're hundred percent in stocks, we should definitely sit down and have a meeting. I'm not a stock guy. That's mm-hmm. not what I do. Uh, I'm, I'm more on the safe money strategies. I put together different plans that are safe money only because I want to make sure that that money that you have, that you've worked hard for, that you've saved, that you've sacrificed for, is going to be there for the rest of your life. And we don't have to worry that because of some geopolitical event that happened around the world, the stock market in the United States is going to be dramatically affected and there's going to be a big correction. And all of a sudden, uh, that profit that you've been making and bragging about all of a sudden disappears and is evaporating before your very eyes. So, yes, uh, rebalancing is something that is a kind of a reevaluation. But in, you know, in my world, uh, I, I don't that's not where I am. I, that's not what I do. I'm, I'm more of a of a conservative pr- protection uh, type of an advisor where I'm going to protect your assets and not put you in harm's way. And that's it. And of course, the safe growth strategies with Marty, it's in his plan. He can talk to you about it. 888 519 9096 from Batavia. I've been listening to the show for a while now, and I'm hoping you can clarify the difference between being a financial planner, uh, an independent advisor representative. Is one better than the other? Well, uh, an independent advisor representative is actually a stockbroker. Uh, I am not a stockbroker, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, you know everything I do is is for the best interest of my clients to make sure that their retirement runs smoothly, their income is sufficient, their taxes are as low as possible, and their estate is protected with some kind of an estate plan. So everything I do, I'm I'm an, a I'm a financial and estate advisor and planner. So I'm not a stockbroker. I don't deal in stocks and bonds and mutual funds and that type of thing. So my main focus is yes to protect protect your assets, to protect your estate, and do what's in your best interest going forward. Kind of like a fiduciary, uh, but I'm not, again, I'm not a stockbroker. So a, a fiduciary is basically defined as somebody who's looking out for the best interest of his clients. And that's exactly what I do. I make sure that everything I do is, is in your best interest. Uh, it's not, not what is best for me. It's got nothing to do with what's best for me. It's got what's best for it's, right. it's best for you as the client to make sure that your your plan is in place, your income is sufficient to meet your needs, your taxes are, are limited or as, as low as possible going forward, and your estate and your assets are all protected. And that's, I mean, how you've always been. And we, I've mentioned, uh, I mentioned it a lot, as much as I can, actually, because I think it's important that you have so many clients who move but want to keep that relationship going. 
Uh, that's why them. I'm in so many states. That's why, you yeah. know, I just got a license in, in Oregon because I had a client that just moved to uh, kind of rural Oregon. Mm-hmm. And uh, they want to they make sure that I'm still there for them uh, to make sure that their financial plan uh, meets their needs. And, and the income, when the time comes that they do retire, the income is going to be sufficient to meet all their needs. And their tax, I do their taxes also. So it's, it's you know, that's, you know. Those, that's part of the relationships that I'm, I'm building with yeah. all my clients. It's really important to me to have that relationship. So they, I mean, they're going to have to find a new dentist in Oregon, but they don't have to find a new retirement specialist and retirement exactly. partner for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go find a new doctor. and <laughs> Virtual dentist. dentistry would be a little difficult. Exactly. Yeah, good I luck do. with that. Yeah, take the drill now. Okay, move it over to the right. No, I would. that wouldn't work. Mokina, I recently changed jobs. I can't decide what to do with my 401k. I can either leave it where it is, roll it to an IRA, or roll it into the 401k at my new job. How much does it matter which one I do? Well, you sometimes you might not be able to roll it into the 401k at your new job. It depends on who's administering it, if they would allow that. So you'd really have to check with them if that's something that you're interested in doing. Uh, here, here's another situation where you didn't mention how old you are or when you're planning on retiring. <clears throat> Excuse me. So I don't know how close you are to the retirement date, but uh, in my opinion, it's usually better to roll over your 401k into an IRA, put it into a safe money strategy, make sure that money is going to be protected, guaranteed, insured, and you don't have to worry about it. If the market goes down, are you going to lose any of it? That's money you're going to be living on the rest of your life. So that's money you want to protect the most is retirement money. So I usually recommend uh, not, you know, not putting it into the existing 401 at your new job, but roll it over into an IRA, into a safe money strategy, something that's going to be guaranteed and insured and protected going forward so you know it's going to be there and it's not, it's not at risk. Yeah, and a lot of people do. I'm in the, in the financial red zone five, ten years before retirement, change jobs. If that's the case for you, Marty can help. 888-519-9096, Palatine. I'm retiring at 62, but my pension will not start until 65. I'd prefer to wait and start Social Security when I'm older, but should I think about starting it earlier and avoid having to pull so much from other investments until my pension kicks in? Well, I would say don't retire. <laughs> yeah, I mean, gosh, so, yeah. Because yeah, they're you're, thinking about you're... kicking Social Security in early. I get that till right. the pension, but man, think about how much better off they'd be. I, you know, you're going to retire at 62. My suggestion, unless you absolutely positively hate your job, <laughs> I would say stick it out for the other three years until you're 65 and the pension kicks in and then potentially take your Social Security at the same time your pension kicks in at 65. Yeah, it's going to be a reduced benefit because your retirement age is either 66 in a number of months or 67. So I would usually recommend uh, you know, waiting for your social security, but you can, if you're going to retire at 65, I wouldn't retire at 62. It's too early. Uh, it, there's, there's too many things that you're going to have to, you're going to have to depend on your retirement savings for, for a heavy burden for those three years until your pension kicks in and social security potentially kicks in. Um, my suggestion would be wait until you're 65 to retire, mm-hmm. take your pension, take your social security, and, and have a happy retirement. Yeah. But, you know, let's sit down and have a discussion about that. Again, you might you might be absolutely, you know, hate your job and, and be so ready to retire that it's it's not really feasible for you to stay on. 
But I, you know, in your specific situation, it's it's difficult for me to give you a, a really a, a, a firm answer because it, it sounds like retiring at sixty two is not the not the appropriate time for you. Well, and definitely Marty can help. 888-519-9096. We just have about a minute, but I think we can get in Hinsdale. I'm a 64-year-old single woman trying to get rid of some debt. I want to take 125000 out of my IRA to pay off my mortgage, and everyone tells me not to. Do you think it's a bad idea? Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. It's a terrible idea because if you're going to take 125000 out of your uh, IRA to pay off your mortgage, you're going to probably have to take out 160000 to pay the taxes on the 125. Oh, right. Don't pay off the mortgage. Uh, the mortgage is a good debt. Yeah, it's not Pay bad. off credit card debt. Pay off a car debt. Pay off something else. But don't And don't take the money from your IRA to do so. Ooh. Uh, that would be the worst thing you could do. You're going to need that money to live on the rest of your life. Don't start spending it on paying off debt. Pay off the debt. You're still. It sounds like you're still working. Uh, so I would get rid of some of that debt through your job, through your income. Uh, get rid of the credit card debt. Get rid of uh, you know student loan debt. Get rid of other debt that you have. But the mortgage is a good debt because you have a tax advantage. And there's on an estate planning level, it's a it's a it's good to have a mortgage. So is it okay to uh, pull it out to pay the high interest credit card or maybe some of it to knock it down? I, I would, yeah, I still wouldn't take money out of your retirement account because right, you remember right. you have to take out extra just to pay the taxes that, on yeah, that. You're right. Unless you can do a loan. From your from your four hundred one k, some companies allow you to do a loan, and it's it's payback through uh, through payroll deduction. So uh, that might be something that you consider and find out from your HR department if you can take out a loan from your four hundred one rather than a distribution. So this way, if you take it out as a loan, you don't have to pay the taxes on it as long as you pay it back before you retire. So that's that's something to consider. And but I would definitely not just pull the money out to pay off your mortgage bad idea listen to your friends your friends are giving you good advice and that yeah definitely sounds like it definitely right, paid off one more chance to sit down with marty absolutely so for the next 10 listeners the last 10 listeners of the show today who call me at 888-519-9096 leave a message on the recording that's my friendly voice you'll hear when you call that number uh, leave a message and I will call you back sometime this morning. We'll set up a time to meet at my office, one of my offices. I have offices throughout the entire area. If you work and can't get away during the week, well, we'll set up a time I can meet you at your home during the week in the evening, or I, I even work on weekends. So after the show today, I'll be calling people and then I'm meeting with clients this afternoon. So give me a call so we can set up a time to meet for you, 888 888- Five one nine nine zero nine six. That's my number. Leave a message, and I'll call you back this morning. And absolutely, we're going off the air now. He'll uh, keep the lines open for a while here to for the next ten, the last ten on the show, and then call you back at it scheduled. What's convenient for you? Just to sit down and talk about you. Eight 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 five one nine nine zero nine six. Eight 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 five one nine nine zero nine six. Marty, great show again. Staying on top of things, keeping us informed. So we'll get together again next week and, and do it all over. Look forward to it. Have a good rest of the weekend, and we'll talk to you soon. Next week, we'll talk to you right here on Financial Safari. Coach P. Radio. 
information provided is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Neither Peter J. Deruta or his guests are liable for the usage of information discussed. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of the product features and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken. 